So last night was Money in the Bank. And one thing that was always being talked about going into Money in the Bank was who was going to win the men's, you know, portion of it. You know, who was going to be Mr. Money in the Bank. And one of the talking points that came out of last, you know, not well, it didn't just come out of last night, but was coming, you know, was coming out going into last night, I should say, was the argument, the debate going on between behind the scenes between Vince McMahon and his son-in-law, Triple H, Paul Levesque. And the reason for this, according to numerous reports, um, if you want to believe them, is the fact that Vince McMahon wanted Logan Paul to win. Well, Triple H wanted L.A. Knight. Now, according to reports, and everybody has pretty much come to their own conclusion about this, Vince McMahon wanted Logan Paul for, because of the publicity. You know, the, the status that Logan Paul has and all the, the news outlets, entertainment outlets that would be talking about, hey, here's Mr. Money in the Bank, you know, this YouTube sensation, this viral sensation, this controversial figure, here he is now holding a briefcase that he could cash in at any time to become a champion, possibly, either against Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. On the other hand, Triple H wanted L.A. Knight because Triple H can see the reactions L.A. Knight is getting, basically very attitude, error level uh, responses and stuff. And also the fact that, you know, L.A. Knight is one of his guys from the, I guess you could say, later half of the black and gold era of NXT. And like those, um, and like those, you know, before him, like a Ricochet, a Damian Priest, a Santos, you know, a Butch, Pete Dunn, if you will, you know, all of them had pretty much earned their way into the event. They had wrestled, they competed, and earned their way into the match, unlike Logan Paul, who was just handed um, the, the slot on a silver platter. Now, unfortunately, neither man got what they wanted, so they had to come up with a compromise, and that compromise was Damian Priest. Now, one might say that that's a kind of a strange choice, but when you really look at it, Damian Priest, you know, has the qualities that both men enjoy. Triple H, you know, enjoys it because he's one of his black and gold guys. You know, he's one of his, you know, uh, guys from the black and gold era. He's um, somebody he signed from Ring of Honor and stuff. He's someone that he molded into, who, or helped mold into who he is uh, today. Vince gets a win out of this because Damian Priest is what Vince has always liked about a wrestler in WWF. He's big, he's tall, he stands out in the crowd and everything. He has a commanding presence in Vince's eyes. So basically, it's a 50-50 win. But, you know, here's the thing. Why is this happening, though? Why are we having this situation now where reports are saying that Triple H and even Nick Khan and others are pushing back against Vince? You know, why is Vince pushing so hard, if you will, to get his creative influence in there more so than he has in the past several weeks, if not months? I mean, the last major change he ever really did was the Raw after Mania, and even recently, about a month ago or so, with SmackDown. So what is going on? Why is he so more prominent, um, you know, in wanting to have control 
and thus one of the results we get out of it is Damien Priest, who is well deserving of being Mr. Money in the Bank, you know, being the result of both him and both Vince and Triple H not getting what they want. You know, what is going on here? Well, in my opinion, and I've talked about this before, I think, and this is just mere speculation on my part, but I think Vince McMahon realizes that the closer we get to the merger of WWE and UFC under the Endeavor umbrella, under the subdivision of, called Whale Incorporated, uh, I think, in my opinion, like I said, mere speculation, I think Vince realizes the closer we get to that merger becoming official and Ari Emanuel, who is supposed to be his close friend, if you will, that he's known for 20 years, or over 20 years, uh, becoming his boss, in my opinion, I think Vince, and again, mere speculation, I think Vince is doing what he believes is necessary to get what creatively what he has in mind out of his system. Now, I know that might sound like an excuse, but hear me out. Hear me out. You see, any time, from what I've noticed, and from what I've heard of, any time a merger happens, and somebody that is basically the sole owner, the sole boss of one corporation, is on the verge of having a boss, you know, for a boss of the road, basically somebody telling them what to do, then what that person will do is they will do whatever they can before you know that uh, that moment happens. They will do whatever they can to get whatever they have in mind or whatever they want to do, you know, out of their system. You know, in other words, they'll make decisions that you know um, normally they wouldn't make or they had been known to make in the past but hadn't in a while. They'll do this. They'll do that. And I'll get people questioning, like, why are you doing this now? You know, you know, and was this and was this close to a merger or something like that? It's because what that person is doing is they're getting it out of their system. They're like, you know, basically they they know they might have power and pull steel to to do what they want to kind of get what they want, you know, out of the situation down the line. But they also realize that the position they're going to be in. It's going to limit it as well. It's going to limit it as well. And Vince, in my opinion, mere speculation, mere, you know, mere speculation, I think Vince realizes he's in that kind of position. You know, he's in that kind of position right now to where he basically could still have some say in what happens, but that say will be very limited. Because to me, as I've mentioned before, and I think others might agree with this, you know, Vince. Vince is going to be put into a is going to be put into position as an executive chairman of this new merger, if you will, along with Mark Shapiro, who's another executive chairman. And what's going to happen is Vince, like Mark, probably is already or will be, is going to be saddled with a lot of work that is going to take him away creatively. You know, from you know basically finalizing ideas on what needs to be done, you know, in WWE, whether it's creatively for Raw, SmackDown, or the PLE. It's going to take them away from that, and it's going to put more reliancy on Triple H. Also, he realizes that in this kind of a position, the one that's going to be 
truly running WWE is not just going to be Ari Emanuel, who will be the new boss, but mainly will be the guy that's being dubbed president, or, you know, or will be officially dubbed president when the merger happens, Nick Khan. And Nick Khan, according to reports, is one of the people along with Triple H that's trying to stop Vince McMahon from making all these changes at the last moment, or at least, you know, at a, you know, or in a way that makes things frustrating for them and for the talent. So, so again, my mere speculation is I believe Vince knows, you know, he's going to be very limited in what he can do. Now, others might say otherwise, and that's fine. You know, they have a right to believe what they want to believe. But to me, I think Vince realizes he's going to be limited in what he can do. You know, like, you know, once in a while, he'll be able to probably sneak his head in, peek his head in and be like, hey, what's going on here creatively? Can I make a suggestion or can we do this and all that? Yeah, there's no doubt he'll probably go and do that once in a while. But again, he's going to be in a position to where, you know, he won't be able to do that as much. Like I said, I know that's a fear some have and all that, but let's not also forget sometimes when people, and I say it with all due respect, you know, for them, you know, let's not forget people like JD and just Alex and Solomonster and all them, you know, they will say these things of, oh, this could happen or this is going to happen and all that. They do that not just because they, you know, they have this, I guess you could say, feeling or this fear, if you will, that it could happen, but they also do it because they know that gets some views, that gets some attention, that gets people to tune in and watch them and, you know, get, you know, and start talking about what they're saying because they're giving their own opinions like I'm giving mine, you know, currently. You know, that's why they do it. Because I honestly believe, in my opinion, that they don't really believe Vince is going to have that much control, you know, once the merger happens. I think they know that. But they're just, you know, basically what they're doing is basing their theories, their speculation on fear, on what he's capable of, you know, and everything. And it's, you know, manipulative status. Like he could, in their eyes, manipulate Ari into letting him have more control and everything. And I don't think Ari's going to do that. I don't think he will because there's going to be too many people on the board of directors, this new board of directors, so it's going to be 50-50, if you will, that are going to have a say in what happens. Like, if Vince starts to get out of hand, they will have a say in basically making sure that he doesn't, you know, go too far in, you know, what he decides to do. So, uh, again, I, I truly believe by the reason Vince is doing this, from my opinion, my speculation, is because Vince knows creatively his, you know, creatively his time is limited. You know, he knows his time creatively is limited and that he's just getting whatever he can out of his system. And it's becoming frustrating for people like Triple H and Nick Khan and even the talent because, you know, Vince probably should have had the courtesy to say, hey, the reason I'm doing this is because I know I'm going to be limited in what I can do once the merger happens. So let me just get this out of my system and we'll be good. You know, if he would have at least said something like that, in my opinion, I, th I don't think we'd be hearing so much negativity because at least everybody from Hunter to Nick Khan to, to the talent would be more understanding like, okay, 
You know, he just wants to get this done with. He wants to get this out of the system. We'll, we'll, we'll let him have his de- we'll let him have his fun, and then that's it. But he didn't do that. Instead, he's just doing all this, you know, right out of the gate. Because again, in my opinion, he's trying to get it out of the system. You know, that's what he's doing. You know, so we need to remember, though, at the end of the day, that there is a merger that's going to happen, and it's going to limit his power. I mean, you, I mean, look, as much as they may want to placate to the public that they're close friends, you can't tell me that Vince McMahon is not pissed off. You cannot tell me Vince McMahon is not angry at the fact that now he's got to have to follow the orders of somebody, you know, that is not only a close friend or supposedly a close friend of his, but is younger than him and maybe more in the now with what's going on than he is. You can't tell me that doesn't bug him because it does. It does bug Vince McMahon. It does piss him off. And that's another reason why I think he's trying to get all this creatively out of his, out of his system. Because he knows this guy might be his close friend, but this guy and the people he surrounds himself with are more in the now, the more in the know, if you will, of, okay, this is what's got to happen. This has got to be the person that runs things, and so be it. And that's why, in my opinion, you have Vince doing what he has to to get things out of his system. But again, that's just mere speculation of my part, mere theory and speculation of my part. But I think that's why we're getting this whole, you know, dissension and everything. Because Vince is getting this out of his system because he knows as soon as that merger happens, he might be able to peek his head in once in a while, but his creative control and, you know, decision-making will be limited more so than ever because Ari Emanuel will settle him or saddle him with a lot of the, a lot of more stuff and jobs to do as executive chairman. But give me your thoughts, guys. What do you think about this whole situation? And I will talk to you all.